This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 248. I'm your host, Brian. Joining this evening, Madcat. Hello, hello. And the dumbass himself. Plugged in and ready to go. Mac had a, had a, had a run-in with a with a dentist on Friday, and uh, isn't feeling up to podcasting this evening. Ian didn't tell me why, so now we can speculate. <laughs> oh, well, he I think he said he wasn't up to it, was it? No, that was that was that was uh, that was Mac. Mac had, Mac, like I say, he had a run-in okay, with a dentist. Wait, did Ian not even say that he's not coming, or did he just, like... He, he texted me to let me know he wouldn't be oh. here, but he didn't give me any reasons as to why. So why, what, what do you think is keeping Ian from the podcast this evening? I don't know, but I can mm. send Watson off to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new puppy in the household. I, I, oh, I was just thinking that we should, we, you know, mm. we should take this opportunity to speculate on, uh, on what's going on here with Ian. I vote weird sex stuff. I I'm hoping that you're I, you're I correct. That, what, what, that. What, do you think that uh, do you think that maybe <laughs> that, that I suspect that the text actually came from Lorelai, who was using his phone because he was uh, tied to the bed and unable to move, and that's where he remains currently. They probably still have more of those sparklies. More sparklies, right? Yes, he's getting his <laughs> balls colored. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Uh, I sent them. I sent them. I did send them the uh, some some colored sprinkles. Remember some some hot pink sprinkles. You know to to use. You sent some more? No, not more. I should say. I should send more. I, I didn't send more because he threatened picture. He threatened to give me pictures, and I didn't want them. Well, we could have used them on our picture on our uh, uh, on our pictures for the. Uh, Podcast the gallery, art? yeah, for the gallery. <laughs> that's all we need. Uh, this, this, we're already not safe for work. I, I don't know if that's necessary. <laughs> what do you guys have anything going on this week? How's everybody doing? Doing pretty good. Got a yeah. puppy in the house. Pretty happy. <laughs> the U.S.'s COVID numbers have uh, taken off again. You, you can kind of tell that we're done social distancing in this country. People are going back out and spreading it around. <laughs> Yeah, here in Ontario, they open up. They they started opening up like first phase of opening up, which is like uh, mostly just like they can do repair stuff and uh, certain uh, street front shops can open and stuff. Uh, oh. But I, I hear there's a there's a small spike uh, in Ontario, so like we're just like keeping still for the time being. But yeah, being out and uh, out and about, and I see I seen like uh, groups of like six seven guys walking together, and, and like uh, I mean I, I suppose it's possible that uh, they're uh, in the same household. Uh, I've seen uh, a few of them, and I kind of doubt that they all are. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I don't know. I guess the idea that if you have a a social pod, that you these are the people you hang out with, and 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 you know, it's probably okay. But if you're out and about like that, I'm, I don't know. But here here in Texas, our, previously our highest day was five sixteen twenty twenty, and that was so we had uh, one thousand seven hundred. But we've but and then we had then things started to drop off a bit. And now our new highest day it was um, Friday, with two two uh, with two thousand being identified. So they are definitely, I mean, they, it, it's definitely ramping right back up. So and so and this isn't I wouldn't even this isn't even a second wave yet. This is a, just a continuation of the first wave. You know, we flattened the curve and now we're unflattening it. Yep. How is the U.S. doing on uh, testing now, though? Because that's the most important part. We're doing better, I think. I, our per ta- our per capita tests though are still down compared to other nations. Um, so yeah, the testing's important, mm. identifying them. But you know, pe- people, I think that people have just gotten tired of um, of social distancing, right? They they did it for as long as they could stomach it, and you know, and the numbers are just you know just skyrocketing. That's true. Some of, some of us are affected more by this than others. I find for myself, I'm not impacted uh, all that deeply. I work from home. Um, and like, I, I have a few social gatherings I go through too throughout the week, but we've managed to uh, work that out that we can do that online for like, uh, everything we want to do, even like the board games and stuff. We can do that on. Sure. Uh, I, I've, I'm still having a social life. My whole life hasn't really changed all that much, but other people I know, like, uh, may not have, uh, the, the ability to do that or, you know, may, uh, just stir crazy to get out and stop looking at the same walls all the time and be with physically with people that they like being with. Yeah, and it can be hard on on uh, a lot of people, especially people suffering uh, 
uh, mental uh, challenges. Yeah, um, I, I would say, you know, for me, um, I, I'm used to going to work and, and, and going out and having a beer on occasion and stuff like that. But for the most part, I don't I don't go out a lot, I wouldn't say. But I certainly would like to get back out to some parks and stuff like that and, you know, be, and take some walks. You know, I, I like Brazos Bend. I like to go see the alligators and stuff like that. So, but it, I, for the most part, I can, you know, I can be home with my family and be okay. So that hasn't been too bad. Um, my kids seem, you know, they, they've been, they're, they don't go out a lot either. So that hasn't been a big change. Um, for me, it's been extremely easy because I like being inside as well. <laughs> so it's there, just, yeah. I don't, I don't care to go out and see. <laughs> yeah. So um, you, you so look at not- a, you look at a place like New York and, you know, they're, they're, they're they went from, you know, having high days of, you know, 11,400. <laughs> You know, being identified, and now they're under a thousand. And Texas is now up up around the two thousand a day mark. So, you know, and 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 that's the highest that, that they've been at. So Texas is, and and the, they are doing more testing, and they are getting into more rural areas. And um, but even like here in Harris County, the numbers are starting to spike up. And they and you know, you were looking at models, and people identified Harris County as a place where they expected that you know expected a huge spike, and we're seeing it. And people aren't, people are just, and, and even when they are out, I, I, in Texas, you get a mix, you know, it, it, maybe it's 50, 50 people willing to wear masks or not. And uh, you, I see a lot of people without masks. So. Oh, I was yeah, they're, they're not requiring us to wear masks uh, over here or anything. I see people, uh, it's mat- mattering of people wearing masks. Uh, it, it's just local conditions or whatever. If you're going out, it's a good idea to wear a mask. I forgot this week when we went out to get puppy because, well, I haven't been out for, yeah. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. If, if you're outside, I'm not sure if, if the mask is helping that much. Um, but nah, what it, but probably, what, probably not just from being outside. Yeah, but, what it, but the thing that the mask indicates to me is that the people wearing them are aware that this is still serious. And mm-hmm. and so you know that that person is going to keep their distance. You know they're 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 at least trying to do the things that you're supposed to do to not to to not cause a problem. And people who just don't care are are, are not wearing masks. And 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 you know and you see a lot of that too. Um, so even if the mask isn't working, to me it it it, it lets me identify the, the people that also think it's serious, like I do, right? Uh-huh. Because I'm wearing my mask when I'm out. Um, every business you go into, all the employees are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're taking it seriously. But, yes. you know, we, we, we've had riots when, when, when companies are saying, we want everybody who comes into our facility to wear a mask. And, and HEB here um, backed off of it. And it was really unfortunate. Um, you know, they got pushback. And so they said, okay, fine. I, I wish that they, I wish that they, had, they had stuck to their guns. Um, I don't think it does I, probably depend on local conditions too, and uh, how how bad it is in your area whether well, they should require a master. I don't think there's any like strict cutoff point for that. Is no, there? there isn't. And but here's the thing: is that it's spiking where I am. <laughs> so, so obviously we're, we're we're not doing what we need to do anymore. No, because people are going back out and yeah. thinking that everything's okay because you know everything's opening up again. I think there's a. I think that there's a, a large portion of the population, and I work with some of these people who just think it's all bullshit. Yeah. So. I think it. Yeah, I had an argument uh, with a guy on. Uh, oh, sorry, you were saying. Mad cat. Sorry, I was saying that uh, a lot of people think that it's uh, um, it's a conspiracy theory or just something made up by the news or made up by the by the uh, the other side. They always say the other side. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was having an argument with a guy on Facebook, um, when, uh, a guy that I know not very well, but uh, he was like going on about how it's all bullshit. Yeah. Uh, he, he, said, he said it's a scam, and I'm like, okay, a scam to do what? And he couldn't answer that. He's like, I, I just, uh, uh, it just smells so much like a scam, he said. And like, he, uh, I don't know, like people like this, they, they put out all sorts of reasons, and you, you debunk them one by one, even showing where they get the facts wrong. And don't even bother to answer you and say, oh, I was wrong on that. Uh, but, and then they, that oh well i'm well informed about how this well if you're well informed einstein come up with the information and show it to me yeah yeah exactly like i say i think i think that there is some healthy debate on whether or not the masks are actually effective but for me it's an indication that when i see somebody wearing it that that at least that they feel the same way about it as i do that 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 it's at least worth taking seriously 
Uh, from what I understand from from my reading of it, it's a uh, master probably uh, somewhat. Uh, they, they they help somewhat, and oh, so yeah. like it's a good idea to wear them. Um, I mean, like they'll they'll keep uh, at least uh, any virus particles a little closer to your body. Hopefully, I mean the the the, the testing that they done with the mass um, hasn't been found fantastic, and and they did it small tests with some people who actually had COVID, and they actually found more of the virus on the outside of the mask than the inside of the mask, which was interesting. They didn't test, hmm. though, um, how much virus would be on the inside of a mask of somebody who was within, you know, within, a, within six feet. And so that's what would be interesting, what I want to know is... Yeah, know, I, I, I heard of a study they did where they had people with COVID wear masks and cough into a... Pe- yeah, and, uh, isn't, isn't that the one? And- uh, is that the one you're talking it was about? Like, it was like four people. I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's, it's difficult to even call it a study. It was four people. Yeah, and I don't think they even, like, modulated the distance from the Petri dish to see how much more or less it would. Yeah, I, I think that you're right. So, I mean, it's not, it's not, a, great, it's not, it's not a great test. <clears throat> it's a mini-guestimate. Right. But, but like I say, if they're wearing a mask, then, then at least you know they're trying not to infect you and they don't want to get infected, right? That they, they're taking it seriously. Yeah. Right. It's, it, it's just it's a it's a it's a quick indication of of, of, of you know, who cares or not. So. Right. Yeah. And I mean, not that much. I don't have a mask. I ordered one, but uh, waiting for it to come in. But uh, yeah, uh, it's good to be prepared. And uh, I will uh, advocate for anybody, uh, especially if uh, they're requiring you to wear a mask in your area or in a certain certain store. Just wear a mask. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. Wear the mask. You can, you can, even if you don't have one, you can make a simple mask, I suppose. It's really hard on bank robbers, though. I mean, with everybody wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Quite a, um, quite a social uh, phenomenon <clears throat> with all the masks because of all of the different types and everything. It's kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Um, I have my Star Wars mask. What I, what I keep thinking about buying is one of the, uh, the, um, the one, the long cone ones, the... Um, Oh, the, uh, yes, the uh, Plague Doctor mask. Yeah, Plague Doctor mask. Like one of those as well. That's oh. what I really want. Yeah, I keep looking at it. I should I should get it. I just think it's hilarious. Get it. Get it. All right. <laughs> I would love it if I, like, what, if I went to my, like, uh, every other weekly trip to the grocery store and saw some guy standing uh, in, uh, in the line with a uh, Plague Doctor's mask. <laughs> Although in this weather, that would get a little uncomfortable. It would get really uncomfortable quick down here. Well, here it's cold, so it's not not so bad. Huh? All right, well, I think it's time to move on, unless you guys have uh, something yeah. you need to say. No, let's move on. Okay, good. Okay, Mad Cat, what time is it? It is now time for Ian and Dumbass's masturbation moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's masturbation moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Dumbass has brought us a fun one today. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how do you end up with a charging cord in your bladder? Mm. Uh, yes, this is very interesting. Uh, the headline of this I think what you meant is, to say uh, is, good question, Brian. Good question, Brian. Let me tell you. Um, the headline of this article is "Man using uses charging cord to masturbate." Days later, doctors find it inside his urinary bladder. And um, as, as much of a as a sexual geek as I am, this is a new one to me. Um, I have never heard of this before, Brian. You have. I have. Uh, yeah. uh, it's a, a masturbation technique called sounding, uh, which involves uh, inserting objects up your urethra. Um, now this incident happened in. So well, well, you're looking that up. I think this is in India. Okay. Uh, uh, in in uh, Guwahati, uh, I think uh, is how you pronounce that. Um, I think that's in India. Uh, this must be an Indian site. But anyway, um, yeah. Um, uh, the the man comes in and uh, he at first uh, like uh, one of those uh, classic embarrassing uh, uh, stories. At first he claims he swallowed it, but doctor uh, did an X-ray and found it actually in his. Urinary bladder, where, uh, and then he came out with the whole story, which is, of course, he he tripped and. Uh... No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, they did X-ray scans after they were actually operating on to was find it after? The gastrointestinal. Yeah, they had they were operating on him to find it in the gastrointestinal system, yeah. but it wasn't in there. And then they took X-ray. Mm. 
they yeah that that's uh, uh, but like one piece of advice uh like um uh for uh if you're doing any like weird sex stuff like this i suppose like and i'm not going to judge because like uh the uh work sex positive here any way you want to masturbate uh, uh is fine with me as long as you try to be safe um this guy obviously went into the unsafe territory and how he did this um Okay. I like that the picture of the charging cable uh, that they've got on the uh, on the page here on the on the article is one of those uh, really old fashioned iPhone cables that with a really wide. So here's the thing: um, I, what I don't know is <clears throat> was this a more modern cable with maybe just a like a Type C connector? I mean, I was assuming that. I, I don't know. I uh, mean, he started a two foot long cable through his penis to attain sexual pleasure. Okay. Uh, they've got a they've got an X-ray here, but I can't really make it out. I mean, I'm just wondering, did he take the did he take the adapters off the each end? I mean, like if, when I'm looking at the uh, X-ray here, it kind of looked like maybe he did. And or is this the X-ray? Like they said something about him swallowing headphones too or earphones. Maybe this is that. I don't know. I don't know. Is there a couple things in there? <laughs> uh, it says here he told us that he had consumed headphones through his. I assume they mean earphones, not actual headphones. Right. Through the mouth, but in fact, he had inserted the mobile charging cable through his penis. I have been conducting surgeries for 25 years, but now, but this is the first time such a case has happened on the operating. This part is funny. This part is good. However, Dr. Islam was not like most of the judgmental doctors. He didn't think that his patient had a mental disorder for indulging in this act. He further said that men carrying out urethral sounding was well known. And it is. Yeah. But... He was certainly pissed about his patient lying to him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, that, uh, that, that makes sense. I, I do like uh, the, the sex positivity in the doctor there that, no, yeah, um, don't blame him for this. Uh, he, he was experimenting. But, you know, like, something like that happens. Don't lie to your doctor about it. Uh, tell the doctor, like, you don't have to go into detail, but tell the doctor what happened so they can help you. Well, that, that's I the mean, thing like, is you uh, have to be honest with your doctor. It's not the same as eating it. Uh, it uh, yeah. I, guess, I guess the guy didn't have much idea of uh uh how the inside of the bio I, I suppose he assumed that if it goes up in there it'll go into the same place <laughs> this uh, is... as uh but it... no it's a it's a completely different track we had we had uh, we t- we did a article about a stupid senator who who had an issue with uh, was it ultrasounds or or was it or um vi- vaginal or ultrasounds or and he and he thought well can't you just swallow something to do it <laughs> It reminds me of that. It's like, come on, people. God. So, no, no, that goes down a completely different way. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think if you think about it for more than a few moments, you'll realize, yeah, it has, the, the solid stuff has to go down a completely different way. You've never eaten food and have, like, solid stuff come out of your, in your pee? No, and when you do, it's bad. Very bad. Very, very, very bad. Usually it's like salt crystals and stuff, right? I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, um, it, it's stones. <laughs> it's not, it's not and good. you don't want anything coming back out. No. So, urethral sounding is, a, is the use of a medical probe called a, sound, called a sounds to increase the inner diameter of the urethra uh, and to locate obstructions and locate obstructions in it. Sounds are also used to stretch the urethra in order to receive genital piercings. Um, and then general, so then, then there's urethra sounding or urethra play, also known, uh, also used to refer to the practice of se- in a sexual context. Uh, so so <clears throat> urethra sounding or urethra play involves, you know, putting some, putting a metal device usually made with stainless steel you know, in you know that that, and it's a little bit more rigid than uh than the charging cord in in through the top of the urethra, which we learned something is also known as the 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 metis or the uh, uh of the penises, and that's it's that that's the external opening of the of the urethra on the head of the penis, which I never knew before. I, I yeah, I don't remember that word <clears throat> being on my like uh, sixth grade diagram, sexual diagrams of the male penis. No, and when you look at the diagram that I, that I put in here, they refer to it as the external urethra orifice, and so the, and so sounding rods that that they're putting it in through there, and they can go all the way down, probably probably all the way, uh, you know, depending on how the person is sitting and stuff like that, and how flexible they are, you're going to be able to hit. Uh, probably the uh, the prostate, and you might even go all the way into the bladder, mm. depending on the depending on the sound of the rod. And so I think if you think about it, put it putting a rod down there, you could potentially stimulate the prostate. 
and I think you could get closer to the prostate through the through the urethral wall than you could through the anal wall. Probably. So I, I so I don't know. It this, this I yeah, mean. It, uh, go ahead, Maycat. It. it uh, I'm looking at this diagram here, and it looks like it is. I oh don't know. It does have to go a little further to get near the pros, prostate. Yeah, but you look at those rods that I put on there. I I don't know if it, if they can actually hit that or not. Um, certainly a flexible. Um, one, they, they, they have flexible sounding ones made of uh, um, silicone, but they, they have a head on the top of them. So hopefully it isn't going to get go all the way into the penis. But I just I wonder if he took both ends off of off of the, the charging cable and used that. It seems like the only way you're going to lose it. It seems like, you know, put a knot in the in, in one end of it or at least. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to imagine maybe like the. Uh... I don't know uh, exactly uh, how, how it works. Like, um, I guess, yeah, you, you do want a, a stop on one of those, uh, but I suppose it's possible, like, depending on how big the stop is and how much you're able to stretch your urethra. It's like any anal toy. And in a moment yeah. of coming, like you're pushing it deep in and it just slurp, and you're like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, well, that's what, obviously, <laughs> it's what happened to him, obviously. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and once again, if he had told his doctor what he had done, they, they could have they, they would have been able to get him up and get they would have you know had him taken care of much quicker and he would and it looks sounds like he had to have two surgeries instead of just one yes and, because they were already yeah. doing surgery when they found out what exactly yeah he did oh this does not ship to my city which ones uh the surgical online eight hagar's dilator sounds mm, <laughs> yeah they won't ship to you huh I, I do like uh, I do like we are deviants they will not ship stuff to us. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, the the picture of the these rods here, and I find it uh, like when I imagined it before I saw the picture that uh, I imagined like if they, they have like a sounding rod, they'd be like just straight. But no, they're they're wavy, and that kind of makes sense, I guess. You want a little bit of motion in there, moving back and forth, and yeah, a wave. I and there's lots of different there's lots of different ones. Uh, some of them, you know, that have a lot lot more ridges and stuff like that. And so I'm I'm imagining that that, that you know it's probably an interesting sensation. I have no idea. You know what? I've never heard uh, anybody ever say ribbed for his place. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, lucky. You could actually get it. Just go to CA. <laughs> Even in Texas, they ship all these to me. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you guys need to use the CA. I use. I put the .com in there. Mm-hmm. Well, the .com won't send to us, but, oh, it's half off right now. Half off? Deal. I mean, yeah, I, 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 th- I think right we can't afford not to buy it at prices like that. Well, what's half off? What are you going to get it for? I'm not getting it at all, but I was just amused that it's half off right now. Okay. Heger, so how much is the half off price now? Hegger 8 is half off in Canada. Uh, how much? How much? Like what, what, is, what is the price at half off? Twenty four ninety four. That's half. And the, yeah. But I'm sure that that's... Price is so that's Canadian money. Price, these things will cost you like 50 bucks. Huh. Oh, oh, oh. Shipping is forty one ninety eight. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you might want to find you, you. You're gonna have to find your own source. It's not eligible for Amazon Prime, that's for sure. <laughs> so for me, they are twenty one ninety American dollars, so twenty one dollars ninety cents, and I get free shipping. I imagine you can find a source to, in Canada. This is obviously a U.S. source. <laughs> yep, I mean, they're, they're, maybe they have it at. Uh, Retail sex stores too. I imagine some probably have them. Maybe I, I I don't know. When's the last time you went into a retail sex store? Uh, it's been over a decade. I oh, exactly. Well, yeah, because you do everything online now. Right, exactly. I uh, there, there is one close to my place. You know, like I used to like stopping in there and seeing exactly what they had, but you know, never buy anything from them. They were just a curiosity to you. Well, you know, like uh, I could, I, if I wanted any of them, I could buy it online. And yeah, it is a curiosity. Well, what kind of uh, things uh, have they? What's new under the sun here? What kind of cool sexual gadgets uh, are they coming out with? Don't get chocolate underwear. Chocolate <laughs> underwear? No. You know, I, even like the edible underwear, and it's basically you know fruit roll-ups. You got, I mean, hopefully they're sugar-free because, especially for a woman, I don't think you want to put a lot of sugar down there, do you? I mean, uh, I don't think they're going to stay on for very long. You're going to get yeast. But you can make bread that way. I don't think they're going to stay on for very long, though. Hold on. I I heard of somebody making yogurt from... from, um, Wait, didn't we do do an episode where we talked about somebody making yogurt? Exactly. But I'm I'm just... 
Not sure you want to make bread from that. Maybe you, I don't know, you might make, you'd end up making sourdough. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you? Yeah, I'll, uh, you, you, uh, I'll, I'll prepare a sourdough starter for you. You want some of mine? (laughs) Actually, uh, I don't think you guys get yeast. uh, It's a special secret recipe. (laughs) Oh boy. All right. Well, let's move on. Well, what else we got in here? What else do we? I, I, I don't see any reason to. I, I know. I don't. I don't see any reason to shame the guy. I mean, that that maybe maybe it feels amazing. I have no idea. It's certainly it's certainly yeah. a. Fr- uh, it's more. I guess a, a kind of a fringe sexual thing to do. But I found a lot of different sounding rod um, styles and stuff online. So it's it's currently it's obviously not you know an. Uh, it's not an unknown, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's just no, and uh, and of course, of course, we shouldn't be uh, shaming this guy for what he did. Uh, he was uh, he was a little careless. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the only thing we can criticize him for. But uh, the the fact that he's doing this, I'm not going to shame him for it. Uh, yeah, wh- whatever floats your boat, man. He just needs to get the proper tool to do it, so that so he doesn't, so he's not endangering himself. Yeah, uh, I guess that's another useful message PSA we should be putting out there. Uh, if you're going to use improvised sex toys, be a little careful. Well, we talked about that. We 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 had a we had a discussion a couple a couple of podcasts ago about people making their own sex toys and 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 that they were a disaster. <laughs> it's a simple factor. Don't put anything down there unless you know. Yeah, and you can get the the proper yeah. the proper thing for it, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, make sure make sure whatever you put. Go on. Those things are not expensive, so I mean, come on. The cord that he used was probably more expensive than those things online. The, the the big the big problem here is that he was in he was ashamed and embarrassed, right? And that's what got him into trouble. Right, and it, it's very hard for people, though. I mean, people are um, shamed very badly when someone does hear of something like, "Okay, he made a mistake," but uh, you know they get teased an, an awful long time. Yeah, see, it, my, my questions for the guy are getting me like, what did it feel like? <laughs> I want I want to know what it felt like, and I want to know why he didn't put a knot in the other end, so so that so that it wouldn't, you know, so he wouldn't lose it. He he obviously didn't realize that he, that that this could happen. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't realize it can sort of been. I know that's a shame. There All are right. definitely weirder things that people have inserted in the holes in their bodies. Absolutely, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're trying to use the. Uh, Remember they were using hornet nests? Oh yeah, that that's yeah, exactly. I they're up to the deadly wasp nest. That's Gwyneth Paltrow. That's Gwyneth Paltrow's site. That's that's goop stuff where we read yeah. that, I think. Yeah, I remember I the that. that. Uh the big question though uh is is Gwyneth Paltrow's goop uh is that a cult? Is she the is she a cult leader? Well, okay. So that is a really good question because the definition of cult is kind of broad. Um, I, I, I don't know. I didn't. I, I, that's one of the things I, I was going to do is look up a definition for cults. Um, but I was thinking the other night, are there women cult leaders? Yeah, there are. And there are, and there are a good amount of them. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I, um, yeah, you, you put some articles in here on that. And I guess we should say that uh, uh, you kind of alluded to this, that uh, the definition of what a cult is is a fuzzy uh, we yeah. should uh, keep that in mind uh, when we take, like a lot of the time uh, one per- uh, just like um, uh, side uh, religious uh, thing is another person's cult. And it, it, it doesn't uh, necessarily mean that they're even doing any dangerous or anything like that. Just like uh, just uh, some people call any religion that uh, is uh, not in the main. Well, and I, I think that I would go even further and say that most of these religions in the mainstream are actually cults that they do fit the definition. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Even though, even among us, the definition is kind of fuzzy and it's yeah. hard to narrow down exactly. What it, um, definitely people talk about cults, uh, but when people do talk about cults, they do think about like the more dangerous ones, a lot of manipulation going on and uh, isolation, you know, taking people <laughs> away from their family, getting them like really fanatic and all that. So Webster's dictionary, Marion Webster's says a cult, this is the first definition a religion re, uh, regarding an unorthodox or uh, superior, or, or or is that superior? Superior. Superior. Um, yeah. Also, its body of adherence. Um, let's see. To a great devotion to a person, idea, movement, or work, such as a film or book. So, 
that's pretty broad right there. A lot of things mm-hmm. can fall into that. And under that right there, you could you could um, you could place the cult definition onto Gwyneth Paltrow. Great devotion to a person, idea, object, movement, or work. Mm-hmm. Um, objects such as devotion. Here, Usually number three, a system of religious belief or ritual. So there you go. I mean, yeah, that'll, that'll just apply to any religion. Yeah, it's pretty broad. So, and, and so we, we see that when we start looking at these. But the first cult leader that I put in here, um, I Googled her. Um, she is, her name, uh, is it Tess Swan? Teal Swan. Teal Swan, yeah. A YouTuber who proves selling salvation to desperate people is an equal opportunity. Right. So she is, so hers is a little bit more malicious. And also, when you start looking up uh, suicide and stuff like that, you end up att- attracted to her. Uh, so, so she, she has a lot of suicide stuff, or yeah. like is it suicide help that let's she's see. trying to put out there. Or I don't know that it's help. Um, let's see. Through Swan, uh, though Swan has um, denied cult allegations, her mass social media influence and controversial practices around depression and and suicide sometimes encourage students to imagine their own deaths in detail and place her on a da- the dangerous side of the something cult radar imagine there i mean like imagining your own death in in detail you know doesn't sound like a terrible thing i mean like it may be an exercise to like uh recognize uh uh how your death would affect <laughs> other people and stuff like that uh, i guess so it doesn't sound like an absolutely terrible idea but uh so uh, yeah i'm not sure um but there's some criticisms of um in her and i didn't look into into her beyond uh, beyond this this article because i think it might be more interesting to actually drill down on her a little bit more um but definitely she's going to fall into the you know spiritual leader um type of um cult i just so the um so when you go to cultresearch.org and about you find doctor and it's L-A-L-I-C-H, Latchlich, Latlich. so Janet, Janjay, Latchlich. I'm sure I'm saying it all around. Uh, and I haven't looked at this at all. I haven't seen this at all, but she's a cult researcher. And apparently, um, yeah, I, I have to look into that more. But that, so they, they're referring to the Latchlich scale. So so apparently you can have a cult that is not dangerous or a cult that is, and they're they're seeming to indicate that she kind of tips into this this other um, this this other uh, this dangerous side of the cult scale. So, like you were saying, I'd be interested not in all uh, seeing the uh, their criteria for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, actually, that that's something we might I might go into later. I just I just started researching this. It's, it's it was kind of a new topic for me. But the, these kind of go from um, you know that you you start looking at some of them are not 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 too bad, but some of them are definitely culty. And some of them are just, you know, spiritual leaders and stuff like that. Um, and so I found a couple of different articles. One is 10 of them. And one of them is 15 of them. But so, um, like, here, here's one. Bonnie uh, Nettles, Needle, uh, cult attempted to reach a UFO via mass suicide. So this is, uh, here, this this woman. Not the first time that has happened. Nope. Well, no, here's the thing. Is that this is, this is exactly what you're thinking it is. So this is... Mar- uh, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie uh, Nettles. Nettles. So embarked on a, on a embarked on a journey, and now she actually died before the before the Heaven's Gate cult actually committed suicide. But but oh. but uh, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie and Bonnie met met uh, Marshall Applewhite and divorced her husband a year later, and they went off and, and you know were preaching this cult, the, the this Hale Bob cult, um, and then when she died, he took over. So and so and so, I, I guess I don't exactly know what their what their relationship was, but it sounds like she was very much the you know the head of that head of that. I mean, uh, certainly uh, they both were at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. Either the head or like uh, co partner in running it. Yeah. So here's another one. So and Anne Hamilton Bree stole children and kept them isolated from the world. And I, and I think she also is the one that that drugged them with LSD. Wow. Yeah, and she was re- um, in C. Uh, more specifically, a rebro- reborn Jesus Christ. And I'm trying to think. Yeah, she and she. Well, okay, she she um, 
gave them several different drugs. It says not limited to diazepam, a whole bunch of different things. In Australia in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And, and I thought I read a different article about her that said that it was LSD, but maybe that was correct. Or maybe it was, and they just didn't happen to list it here. <laughs> but clearly, she 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 was uh, kidnapping kids and giving them drugs. And I forget what what it says. Or what it, does it say? What her what she said her purpose was? Why she was doing this? No, but she but she oh. she was the she she felt that she was the rebirth of Jesus Christ. How yeah, biblical yeah. is that though? Eight children on her property. When you re- when you look at the Bible and how misogynistic it is, could you have a woman be the rebirth of rebirth of Christ? It depends on how liberally you interpret it, I yeah, suppose. I suppose. Um, <laughs> you have to be pretty liberal about it. Um, let's see. The, the, so this is, a, this is a cult called The Family. Uh, the Family was investigated by the FBI, and Anne was arrested. She paid out large sums of money after being sued by uh, many of the cult, many members of the cult. So, in you know, question- um, it, it does take uh, quite, uh, quite uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, guts Call yourself uh, the rebirth of Jesus, the, the the second coming of coming of Christ. I mean, even most uh, cult leaders uh, would be like uh, would say that they've got a line to God and they know when the second coming is coming or whatever. But they're not they're not going to claim to be uh, <clears throat> Jesus Christ reborn uh, most of the time. I, I would think that is a, a very small percentage of uh, cult leaders who would do that. Yeah, I, I would think so too. Yeah, let's go down to this one. A flamboyant, rich, supreme master of meditation. Also regales herself as the as a reincarnation of Jesus Christ and Buddha. Both. I wonder and, what the test is like uh, to be a supreme <laughs> master of meditation. I don't know. You have to do like meditation competitions. Oh yeah, he, he's think, meditating so, so much who harder. Is this? this is uh, Chen Hao or Quan Quan Lin, uh, and she's the inventor of Quan uh, Lin medita- meditation. And I think um, the the article that that talks about the the ten cult leaders. I'm looking at the fifteen. But I think that she's in this other one well. Um, and it says, so basically she's she's a spiritual master and, and you know, so, and she wants you to meditate. Um, and this one says, see, you can find find a loving hut location in several places around the globe giving, oh, v, okay, so what they said, so basically she's used this position to create the, to create this, these restaurants called Living Hut, which are vegan restaurants. I, I still don't, I, this one doesn't sound like it's that bad to me. And this article, I think, really wants to paint it as worse than it is. Breatharian? Oh, no, we yeah. haven't gotten to the Breatharian yet. That, that's not what I'm talking I'm, ta- I'm still talking about uh, this uh, Chinhale. C-H-I-N-G-H-A-I. Okay, you're bouncing from one to the other. No, no, I'm, no, I, no, I'm still on Chinhale. I went back to, I went, I'm going back and forth in the articles, but basically she's using this position to, to, to sell her vegan vegan food restaurants. So she's definitely a capitalist. Um, it I doesn't mean, I guess a lot of people would uh, <laughs> accuse uh, veganism of being a cult. Well, it's certainly... I personally don't, but uh, I guess a certain, a certain segments, I guess, can be cult-like. Well, no, it, that's not the culty part. I mean, she's that's the capitalist part. Um, yeah. So well, what, What's the culty part again? The culty part is is the is the meditation practice and 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 her fo- and gathering and creating her followers there. Then she's using that to springboard, you know, to to you know to sell her restaurant, which is know, just that capitalism. Normal to me. <laughs> exactly, that seems pretty normal. She's not telling people to go kill themselves. She she wants you to meditate and eat vegan. Um, right. And, and and I have my issues with with vegan because I think it is really a position of of the wealthy. Right. It, it's harder it's harder to, you know, to be so picky when uh, when you're poorer. Um, but if you've got the money, you can eat vegan. Uh, if you have like $10 a week to eat, you're pretty limited. Yes. Vegan is not something you're going to be able to go to with that. It's not cheap. No. Um, you want to talk about the Breatharian, which of course, uh, it, this is... Oh, uh, no, I just noticed it in the row I got. Yeah, where is confused. she? Have we gone over Breatharianism before? I think I think we yeah, have, we right? Have. Um, we have, but this one says that... Uh, Quite a few of their people who I I did skip over her. You're right. I I skipped her. So this was number thirteen. Um, what is her name? But yeah, she 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 believed that she could live off of air, and she was um and this this got to see. She boasted that she's fully healthy. Uh, but when Australian sixty minutes challenged her to prove it, things got a tad sketchy. Uh, they documented whatever her name is. Yeah, they can't pronounce every day's life. And asked her as she consulted with her doctor. Days into filming, the doctor found that her 
pulse had accelerated, her pul her pupils were dilated, and her speech slowed dramatically. Let's see. So it was uh, his conclusion that if she is exper if the experiment continued, that she would be at risk. It would be risky in the woman going into kidney failure. <laughs> so I guess she was probably getting dehydrated and she was starting to get um, ketones, and, mm -hmm. and that would lead would that lead to kidney failure? Is that is that the process? Uh, I guess. I don't know. So anyway, so... <laughs> uh, not eating or drinking anything isn't good for you, at least. I know that much. Right. So, so yeah, we've talked about breatharianism, and we've also talked about... So, um, uh, it was James Randi. I, I, I guess we should define it if uh, somebody hasn't listened to that uh, earlier episode. Breatharianism uh, is the idea that people can live without any food or water, uh, I guess, living off the ambient energy in the air or something. Yeah, they also also lots of sunlight, right? Isn't don't they also breatharianism and and the people who live off of sunlight aren't they kind of conflated? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember the um, the ones that uh, that James Randi were testing if they were breatharians or if they were what are the what are the ones that live off of sun? Anyway, when they challenged, they 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 caught him sneaking out to buy hamburgers. <laughs> yep, but uh, even with medical advice, Jasmine stated that she felt great and that nothing was wrong with her, blaming the doctor's reports on polluted air. Uh, yeah, right. Thousands of followers who buy her <clears throat> follow her practices, including a handful who have starved. So if you, I, mean, I was going to say, if you are living off of air, pollution, you know, is, is, is becomes even more of a problem. <laughs> yeah. And it, it does surprise me that she actually made an honest go of trying to... Uh, or maybe they just monitor to her too closely because usually when you hear these breatharians uh, getting like uh, called out and, and like be like, uh, we're going to watch you for a little while, they usually try to sneak food. Yeah, exactly. And they, they usually get caught. Yeah. So in in this case, I yeah, maybe they were watching her too closely. I can um, imagine you you can uh, you can actually live with uh, with very little food like uh, for for a while anyway. It's not going to be good for your health, but you know uh, maybe if you're able to sleep sneak like uh, 500 calories a day, you could live. You could you know um, at, at least uh, survive off that for a while. Yeah, I yeah maybe. <laughs> but I'm imagining these people are just like tricking themselves a lot of the time, like. Uh, Oh yeah, yesterday I, I had a little bit of broth and uh, a little bit of something else, but you know, like, uh, of course, I, I just did that because uh, because I wanted the taste of it. It's not really sustaining me, <clears throat> and they really they really had more than they thought, and they, and they're like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surviving if uh, if uh, if I uh, I'm eating so little. I mean, it's, it doesn't even count at all. They'd probably be thinking so like uh, this. I, I could survive on, that. and they don't realize how much they're actually getting. It could be. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it seems likely. Um, I, I'm going to skip around uh, uh, a little bit here. Um, okay. Hakja Han? Hakja I can't say. I don't know what Hakja. I'm saying. Uh, remember the Moonies? Hakja <laughs> uh, So the, the Moonies are not gone. They've rebranded. So um, let's see. Uh, Reverend Moon may, may be dead, but the Unification Church, a.k.a. the Moonies, was handed down to his wife. Uh, she, and she, makes, she is making sure things run smoothly. So the Moonies are still around. So that so that cult is still around. Have, we've talked about the Moonies too, haven't we? Um, possibly. I don't know. She claims Satan tried to kill her. Ooh. And then uh, and there's that. one other one here that that I wanted to cover. The woman who actually beheaded her kid. Oh, that sounds. Killing so, by here. beheading seems like uh, the most uh, <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> inconvenient way of killing somebody. I'd imagine. Uh, I don't know if this was in it. Brazilian cult leader. Let's see. Valentina de Andrea Andrea found found the superior universe founded the superior universal alignment cult which believed uh, she was receiving messages from aliens in space one one message claimed uh, she claimed to receive was that the that anyone born after 1981 was evil and had to be killed well I made the cutoff yeah I made the cutoff too so no problem there <laughs> Um, uh, that, that's a new way of criticizing the millennials right there. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's, that's harsh. Uh, see, uh, that when Valentina and her followers uh, began their horrific uh, practice of killing children, they ultimately tortured, raped, and mutilated 13 children 
she escaped authorities and managed to find freedom in Argentina, where she continues to preach her belief. <laughs> wow. Well, she doesn't want Well, that's to... just editorializing, Brian. They're calling it horrific. I'm... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and then see, what was the other article? Let me look. They kind of get, they kind of, you know, start off pretty benign and get really bad. No, this is, so this is the one where they behead. Uh, here we go. Okay, so the, this one is, so, okay, so the one I'm thinking of is the Sylvia Miranda Monterio, Morano? Moraz, ah, I'm sorry, murdered her 10-year-old grandchild as a ritualistic sacrifice. Uh, let's see. A female deity from Mexico, Mexico's folklore, is a cult leader in this practical tale, or in this particular tale. Crimes and, let's see, crimes and sacrifices had, had been made to worship and honor her, including those of serial killer Sylvia... Uh, Miraz, who murdered three people between 2001 and 20 or 2009 and 2012, Sylvia Sylvia believed that she was performing ritualistic sacrifices when she killed her friends, 55 year old, sorry, Rome, uh, 10 year old son in law, wait, 10 year old son in law of sect member Martina Martine. Whoever I, I can't I don't know who these people are and I can't pronounce her names. I'm sorry. <laughs> and her own ten year old grandson. So she killed a fifty. We were going to forget their names ten seconds after you said them anyway. Yeah. They, well, see, Mac will help me on these things when he's here, but he's not here and I'm suffering. Um. So anyway, she killed ten year old, two ten year old boys and a fifty five year old man. Um. The two yeah. children were beheaded. So there you go. And that then buried the bodies outside the city. Yeah. So I, is this one on here somewhere? Alice. How do, how do you behead a person in this? Like, do, do you have like a big sword or something, or like it, like a cake? Take a, a no, kitchen knife and just hack. I guess maybe a, a mallet. No. Axe. What do you call those? Cleaver. Cleaver. Yeah, you can get an axe. That that would work. No, yeah. no. If you're beheading them and they're still alive, you're gonna have to use something like an axe. A cleaver. You well, cleaver you could use, but that's pretty messy and pretty difficult to uh, to do in the first place. Be careful. We don't want you to anybody to think that you've put as much uh, thought into this as uh, we have with sounding rods. I know how to <laughs> so, yeah, tune in to us uh, every week where we give you tips on how to kill people, how to behead properly. Uh, the, the Amateur Skeptics Podcast, all your murder needs. Just ask the Just right. ask the man. And so here, let, let, we're going to end on this one. This is the last one we're going we're gonna to read. I'm going I'm to let my, my, uh, my Texas speech reader tell us the name. Clementine Bonabet. Clementine Barnabet. I was actually. Um, she she is the first black female serial killer. And yes, there are women serial killers as well. Hooray for equality! Exactly, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, in the early 1900s, uh, life could not have been been easy for a black woman in Lafayette, Louisiana, which is why Clementine sought solace in voodoo. All right, voodoo. As a teacher, or as a teenager, she became the leader of a voodoo cult named the Church of the Sacrifice, which quickly gained a following. Um, her preaching became deadly when her followers began murdering people with axes as they slept, 40 in total. Her followers did this to, sh uh, to show their de devotion to her as a high priestess of the Church of Sacrifice. Apparently, they believed that immortal um, that immortally immortality could be gained through human sacrifice. There you go. Wow, this is like some Indiana Jones <laughs> stuff going on here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Let's see. It says what? None of them committed these crimes mercifu mercifully either. The victims were all brutally slaughtered. I'm editorializing again, huh? Oh, it, oh! Did I get the word wrong? Is that why you said it was editorializing? <laughs> anyway. No, 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 oh. uh, no, be, oh, because okay. of, because of the uh, because you said yeah, br yeah, you, you got it right. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, brutally, brutally, brutally slaughtered and uh, dismembered. Barnett herself is responsible for seventeen axe murders, and this is considered to be the first black serial killer. Wow. Yeah. 
the first rule of murder club you don't talk about murder club <laughs> but they they also there were children blood was drained into buckets and left by their beds with a note while they were in prison pe people had done that in their behalf yeah, so the remaining five they oh she it. was no she was number five on here okay on the list of 15 she's number five Hoping for immortality, Clementine Barnett killed 35 people. So she killed 17 of them, right? It sounds like, though, she that like if she had been a little bit smarter, she could have got all these killings done by her followers and never had to do it herself, right? She could have pulled a Manson. Mm -hmm. but, but she wanted to get in on the act, so she killed 17 people. And, and that's respectable, you know? You don't, don't have your followers do things that you <laughs> do yourself. That's off. Respects to this woman. Yeah, so I don't know. In the future, we may dive a little bit more into into these people as individuals, but you know that's a high level view, and we didn't go over all of them. But there's there's a there's quite a few women cult leaders, and you know as as I think back on it, using these definitions, you know that there's even more. I can think of um, oh, what's her name? I had it earlier. The the woman who channels Ramsey, Jay Z Knight. That 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 that's very culty. Do you guys do you guys know who she is? You guys remember the whole uh, channeling thing? I've heard the name. Yeah, so JC Knight was a was a channeler, and she channeled. Oh wait, wasn't she? Was she one of the uh, uh, people associated with uh, that uh, documentary? What was it? Uh, that, like, uh, was it, what the bleep do we know? Is that what it was? Maybe she 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 was probably, she could have been on there. Uh, JC Knight. She channels an ancient spirit from, um, oh god, from that other place that doesn't exist. Um, from um, oh God, the ancient place that the the Greeks made up as a metaphor. Atlantis? Yeah, Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. She channels a, an ancient spirit from Atlantis named Ramtha, and it is. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. You know, if you were just looking at that as a piece of performance art, watching this woman go from one thing to another, it's a good performance. It's engaging. Um, but but you know, but when you go beyond that. And you know, and try and start scamming people out of their money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's the JG Knight Foundation, and she 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 takes in quite a bit of money. Oh, guess who's a big fan? Oh, guess who's a big Trump fan? I guess Romtha is a big Trump fan. <laughs> really? <laughs> I just found this article. Uh, wow. What is this from? Guess who's a big fan of Trump? Romtha, as channeled by the Democratic doctor uh, donor JG Knight. <laughs> wow. Um this article is from April 4th. What well, would be funny though is if like Jay-Z Knight was uh was like uh completely in disagreement with Ramtha and like I, I don't know what Ramtha's well, thinking here. Uh, that's what they that's what they're indicating by the by the title, right? By Democratic donor Jay-Z Knight. So this Democrat, I guess she's a is she a donor to 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 Trump, I guess maybe. I don't know. You know what? We're saving this article. We're going to put this into what the fuck for for next show. That, I think that's a good idea. There's a little teaser because clearly we need. I I, did, I hadn't even thought about that, and she's still doing it. I didn't realize that she was still doing it. Coming this fall, one of them is a neat freak. The other one's really messy. They're sharing the same body. <laughs> what hilarity will ensue? All right, so there's a teaser. Have arguments over over politics. Yeah, that's crazy. She's still around. I, I wasn't expecting to find. I mean, this is from. I mean, a couple of years ago, but still. That's wow. We'll see if there's anything interesting there. If there is. We'll we'll put it in the next show. Yeah. We've wasted enough time on serial killers. What else we got? We got. Oh, we got monkeys stealing blood. Did we not? Did we not cover this? I I feel like we covered this. Maybe I've just read it a few times now. Oh well, go ahead. I it wasn't in the last podcast because I just finished editing that. No, it wasn't in the last podcast, but uh, apparently what had happened in New Delhi, a troop of monkeys snatched blood samples um, of suspected coronavirus patients at a government hospital in the Marut district of the north Indian state of Uttar Pradesh. The incident happened on Thursday when a lab assistant working with the COVID-19 facility was carrying blood samples due for testing. He, the medical superintendent, Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the monkeys attacked the lab assistant when he got outside and stole the sample box with three samples. Uh, the samples were uh, were positive for 
the COVID-19, they say. And they zipped up a tree and they chewed on the packets and then threw them after they realized they weren't food. (laughs) (laughs) But I I thought it was interesting because, you know, this is something that you'd think of for a April Fool's joke. Yeah. Type of thing. These monkeys stole these and they're going to take over the world. It's the monkey time now. So... Can monkeys yeah. get COVID? Do we know if they could be infected with this virus? I, I've, I've I heard that uh, they've discovered that cats can get COVID. Yeah. So I, I'd imagine if it jumps like monkeys are close, more closely related, I, I'm thinking possibly. Yeah, I don't know. That, that, that could be bad. Yeah. So I, they uh, threw, the, threw the packages so nothing got on them. The packages were thrown down to the ground, and it was cleaned up by uh, hazmat, other fun stuff. But uh, they, um, the district administration has ordered an inquiry against the hospital authorities for allegedly mishandling the samples, having some, uh, having a superintendent, no, um, medical superintendent is what they call them, yeah. uh, just walk walk outside with this really what dangerous stuff just la, 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 from one building to another i mean that is- so what what is the best procedure in handling that though like uh yeah I, i'm sure like they don't require you have armored car or something uh no but you want transport to blood sample if there are if there are specific bag. i mean yeah i know it just i don't know they have videotape of the monkey climbing the tree afterwards with the with the package in its hand so it, it Maybe does. It should be in some sort of locked case or something. Yeah, it seems like that there should have been a little bit more care involved. How yeah. how how common is it for monkeys to come in and steal stuff from people like that? I think it's probably yeah. more. It's probably pretty common. It's a rusus. Uh, it's pretty common. They have a huge um, over uh, huge overabundance of rusus monkeys in India right now. All the more reason that they should have um, been keeping track. That, that, that they yeah. should have known that this was a possibility. Right. And yeah, yeah. My monkeys uh, monkeys will just, uh, I've, uh, I've heard they'll just grab anything that's loose, pretty much. Yeah. 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 They're, they're starving and such, and they want, their, want food. If you're carrying something, it's like they're going to steal it and try to eat it, or they're going to steal it and try to get you to give them food to get it back. They've done this. It's yeah. documented. <laughs> you can see it in, uh, in a lot of videos where the monkeys will steal, uh, steal things. And try to get something, some type of food out of it. Yeah, um, yeah, I've, I've read uh, articles on that uh, before too, and, and uh, I'm like, it, we're making up uh, uh, motivations for the monkeys. Whether they're, I mean, they might think they're food, they might just think they're, they're interesting. The fact is that people do give them food, and they drop whatever they're holding to get the food. But are they are they really holding the thing in a, uh, ransom on purpose, or are they just interested there, in it? There are videos and they just get distracted by the food you hand them directly off of like glasses and shoes and stuff and mm-hmm. help uh, yeah. them people gave them the food so i wouldn't be yeah, but, i mean like that they could be just like playing keep away and then you they see oh you've got food and they drop the thing and they're more interested in the food well they learned that if they grab something and play this keep away they get food i don't know i can i I, I can buy that with monkeys i mean they're, they're pretty I, I smart yeah it's it's just hard to know exactly what they're thinking right it is hard to know oh, yeah, exactly we, we are certainly uh, but they, but they can certainly learn a behavior that if they take something, then you might offer them something that they actually want, right? And that they, yeah. they can they could certainly it certainly could be a learned behavior. Yeah, and I mean it's something they learn. I mean, but in the case of the COVID, the uh, package of uh, blood, it seems like the monkey just took it, uh, thinking it was some kind of food because it was just in a package. See, or they, or they thought they might give them some, right? I mean, who knows? Well, I mean, it's it was hard very to... high in the tree, so it didn't yeah. think it, this one didn't wasn't going for getting something else for it. It, it was, was way high in the tree, so it thought it was food. All right, so dumbass. It, oh, I'm sorry. I would. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it did try to mow down on it. So sure. All right, dumbass. Do you want to do one of your two articles, or are we done? Yeah, we can do one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe yeah, the shorter one, I guess. Uh... All right, so yes, uh, this comes across from uh, just a little uh, thing I saw online, uh, a warning, uh, supposed warning that they're giving out to women. It says, um, <clears throat> my windshield wipers were zip-tied together while I was shopping at Post Oak Mall. 
don't know where that is. Anyway, it says, law enforcement let me know that this is a trick human traffickers use. And when women struggle trying to remove the ties, they are abducted. I've made this post public and would love it if you'd share this with your friends and family. Please be aware of your surroundings and drive somewhere safe with a lot of people around before trying to remove them if this happens to you. I, I think we can all see that th this claim sounds really fishy right off the bat, and uh, Snopes has obviously debunked it completely. Uh, but I, I did notice that uh, uh, through, throughout uh, the, the thread that I was looking at, that people were like, oh my god, this is uh, such scary information. Thanks for sharing this. And like, very few people were, uh, were suspicious of it. And it just seems like this is such a um, such a weak claim. Uh, it, it does, it's not even workable as an abduction team, you know? That's because you're such a Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, um, who, who would look at, like, uh, I guess uh, zip ties tying your wind, windshield wipers together is kind of a prank. But unless you have, uh, like, uh, uh, scissors in your car or something, you're not going to try to, like, fiddle with that and try to get it off there. You, you can't remove a zip tie with just your fingers like you're going to be standing there, get this thing off, uh, struggling with it, and then somebody somebody's going to grab uh, you from behind. Still, you think that you need your window wipers to work. Uh, well, not unless it's raining. You can drive your car home and uh, get a pair of scissors and cut those off, which I imagine is what most people... What's the difference between doing that and just waiting for them to come to their car and nabbing them? I mean, give me a fucking break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, uh, I guess the idea is that you're distracted by this thing, but you're just as distracted if you're putting That's the groceries in your car. That's the idea that you're distracted and you, are, you have your mind on something that is going to take time for you to try to do. Um, right, but I mean, if, if you see zip ties and you're, like, struggling with them, you're not going to get those off with your fingers. Well, the simple point is, is that a lot of people don't think of things, and that's why... Um, Information like this can go around and make people concerned and say, okay, thank you for that information of what could be happening. But it is just fear-mongering because they... Oh, go ahead. There's so many things that can happen, and you don't know whether it is a farce or not. So it's basically just a watch out where you are and what's going on. And if you see something strange get out of the area don't start fiddling with something until you're at home or uh, until you've gone to a police station i suppose so but you know um the thing is this isn't a thing that has uh ever really happened as far as like anybody can tell um, no but better safe than sorry yeah i guess that's what some people are thinking but you know like uh if you do see zip ties on your on your windshield wipers it's, it's probably just a prank nobody's going to try to kidnap you because of that it, it seems a little far-fetched to me yeah. What's that? Seems a little far-fetched. Yeah, it does seem far-fetched, but it's a simple factor of it goes around and people take note of it and say yes or no on whether they believe it or not. And a lot yeah. of people. And, and and one of the things, yeah, one of the things too is I've seen so many. Uh, I've, well, I've seen a few, not so many, but I, I've seen a few different uh, examples of people warning uh, women to be aware of this happening, and and especially I guess the. Uh, 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 a lot of them involve women in parking lots. Uh, they say oh, as though there was a rash of abductions happening in parking lots. Sorry, what? Parking lot, a parking lot is one of the easiest ways, uh, places to distract a person. You're, you've got something with you. You've probably bought something. You've got kids. You've got a whole bunch of stuff going on. That's true, and I get uh, a lot of women uh, don't feel comfortable walking out in places where there aren't that many people around. Yeah. And that probably depends on the parking lot too, how safe you feel, whether they're whether it's a busy parking lot or not. The other thing is that unless it's raining or there's some obstruction, you're probably not even going to notice that until you pull out anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, you're not. You're, like um, uh, like I don't have a car, but if I did and somebody zip tied my windshield wipers together, I imagine I might not even notice until the next time it rains. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. sure even how effective it would be. No, uh, there there's so many things that that was this is not a, an effective abduction technique. Uh, it's not something that people would actually do, expecting it to work. So, so did we just expand our advice? Now we're giving abduction advice as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what you want to do, you want you, you don't want to mess around with the zip ties. Wait until the woman uh, is busy uh, putting away her groceries. You got you you got to get a a. a um, one of those uh, burlap sacks to uh, <laughs> shove over her head. <laughs> Stop. Uh, you, you can find uh, chloroform. And... Around their vehicle. <laughs> oh, boy. For a woman you, or man, both, 
be aware of your and when you up at all times. All right. People approach you, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) Voiding and surviving kidnapping situations. World (laughs) of all right, so people be aware of your surroundings. I mean, th- that that is good advice. But I do think that that in- encouraging people to worry about something like this that that has never happened is fear mongering. Mm. Oh, there's a lot totally of fear mongering. We know that. Yeah, it's not a. It's people think that they're trying <laughs> to help other people, and it's a lot of fear mongering. Someone decides all of a sudden, I'm going to just you know scare people with this, and away we go. It's not surprising that they send these around because people don't know yeah i guess guess somebody's doing it for a lark but uh this really does uh scare a lot of people and um uh it it, it's not good to be scared of uh things that are unlikely to happen yeah i agree it's there there are there are things to legitimately be afraid of you know yeah yeah all right i think that they think it's it i think so yeah so next week you know or next podcast hopefully uh, uh, hopefully Mac will be feeling better and, and hopefully um, Ian will be done masturbating cats and he can join us <laughs> oh, oh. hey we can send a little uh, homage to him she doesn't hate that now <laughs> like I said we can speculate as to why he's not here <laughs> and we will and we will <laughs> 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 alright say goodnight everybody Good night, everybody. And I guess that's another one. In the kitty can. In the kitty can. (laughs) If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Share Alike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraitry.